Good morning, everyone, and thank you so much for making this incredible drive to come out to this beautiful spot this morning. I appreciate you joining me for today's announcement. In my role as Alberta's Minister of Jobs, Economy, and Northern Development, I'm leading our government's actions focused on creating jobs and diversifying Alberta's economy. And we are doing just that as a government. Our job numbers are continuing to grow, and we currently have openings in sectors right across the province. So it's time to put out another call, another call for skilled workers to come to Alberta and make Alberta their home. Alberta is calling again. And this time we are hoping that people from across Ontario and Atlantic Canada answer. We deployed the first phase of this highly successful campaign in summer 2022. And the response, well, it was outstanding. Nearly 33,000 Canadians heeding our call and moving to Alberta in quarter three of last year alone. And today, we are in the heart of the Rocky Mountains at the Canmore Nordic Centre to showcase Alberta's beauty and to talk about all of the amazing opportunities right here in Alberta. Today, we're announcing the latest phase of the campaign as we reach out to Canadians in northern and southwestern Ontario and all over the Maritimes. That's because we have nearly 100,000 rewarding jobs ready and available in a variety of high-demand sectors, including skilled trades, healthcare, accounting, engineering, technology, but also in the service and tourism sector. Almost every sector in Alberta needs people to fill the jobs. We have opportunities for Canadians across a wide variety of fields and industries. We have an excellent quality of life and an affordable lifestyle in every corner of this great and amazing province. No sales tax, low cost of living, very affordable housing, the highest wages in the country, and incredible opportunities to explore all that Alberta has to offer. And of course, breathtaking views like the ones you can see just outside our doors in every direction. This is exactly what job seekers will get when they decide to call Alberta home. Alberta's government continues to lay the foundation for job creation, building a business environment that promotes investment and economic growth for all Albertans. And the work that is already done is only made stronger through Budget 2023, with its focus on investment attraction, job creation, economic growth, and further diversification. Budget 2023 sets the stage for Alberta to remain Alberta's economic engine for years to come. To ensure we continue to create jobs and diversify the economy, we are advancing strong, business-friendly policies that make us a top choice to grow a company, raise a family, and to build a career. This is the renewed Alberta advantage. A highly skilled workforce business-friendly policies, a diversified economy, and an affordable, exceptional lifestyle. There is strength in numbers, and with net in-migration forecast to continue growing at an exceptional pace, supporting our province's labor market has never been more important than it is right now. As our economy grows and jobs are created, Alberta becomes a better equipped to build a province that offers affordable high-quality lifestyles, and inclusive communities for everyone. World-class cities. People who choose Alberta are choosing the many career and lifestyle advantages that it has to offer. A thriving job market, 
a low cost of living and a high quality of life with the lowest tax rates in the entire country. This next phase of the Alberta is Calling campaign will help ensure our province has the skilled workers it needs to keep up with our growing job numbers in a continuously diversifying economy. And we will remain focused on ensuring that our province and our people can thrive now and for years to come. I would now like to welcome Jennifer Henshaw, the Regional Vice President of the Prairies in the North for Restaurants Canada, to say a few words, and then afterwards I'll take a few questions. Jen. Well, thank you, Minister Jean. It's uh, always wonderful to be in beautiful Canmore. I know I'll always jump at the opportunity to come out here. Um, also really appreciate the opportunity to attend today's relaunch on behalf of Restaurants Canada and Alberta's 10,000, over 10,000, excuse me, restaurants, bars, pubs, and caterers. You know, from Canmore to Medicine Hat to Lloyd, all the way up to Fort Mac, our local cafes, restaurants, and bars are the gathering places where we really celebrate life's big and little celebrations. They play a major role in Alberta's tourism industry, and they're a great spot to work and build a hospitality or culinary career. But the restaurant sector was also one of the hardest hit coming out of the pandemic, and they're still struggling with a number of operational challenges. But topping the list is labor shortages. To put it into perspective, Restaurants and accommodation employment levels are around 12% below where they were pre-COVID levels, while employment in all other industries is around 6% above. Many restaurants have had to pivot, reduce hours, and are only operating at around 80% of their pre-pandemic capacity due to labor shortages. The most recent stats can data shows that there's around 18,000 vacancies in Alberta's restaurant sector for vital roles like front-of-house managers, chefs, and prep cooks, that's why Restaurants Canada is pleased to support the Alberta government's relaunched Alberta's Calling campaign, as it will be a key driver to help the industry attract and retain new and valued employees to the region. It will continue to be an important piece of the puzzle to addressing the acute labour shortages that the industry is grappling with. So thank you very much again for the opportunity, and I'll hand it back over to Minister Jean. Thanks, Jennifer. Any questions? Just a quick reminder, uh, one question, one follow-up, please. We will start on the floor, and then we'll go to the lines. Go ahead, Paula. Um, I'll just stay here. So will, can you describe what people in these communities in um, different parts of Ontario and Maritimes will see? Are they going to be seeing transit ads, uh, radio ads? What will that involve? They're going to see uh, transit ads, billboards. They're going to hear radio ads. They're going to see a a number of different medians that are going to showcase some of Alberta's best-kept secrets, like the mountains, uh, like uh, many different opportunities, whether they're jobs or lifestyles, Calgary or Edmonton's downtown. So many people are so excited at what they see in Alberta when they come here to live, and we want to attract those people here because they recognize that you can buy a house here in Alberta for much less than you can in other jurisdictions. In Banff, Camor, and other mountain communities, there are significant labor shortages, a lot of employers looking for people, and uh, one of the problems is that while there's a lot to recommend these areas, there's a really significant shortage of housing for people, so while people may want to work here, there's just nowhere for them to live. Does your government have any plans to address that side of the equation as you're encouraging people to come here? 
We sure do. And we're looking at opportunities right across Alberta as far as affordable housing, more affordable housing. But right now we have the most affordable housing in all of Canada, pretty much of any city. So um, people now can, for instance, sell their house in Toronto or in, in Vancouver and, and buy four houses here in Alberta, I live in one and rent three. Uh, that's what kind of market we have right now. So we're hoping that construction uh, companies and personnel come out and make Alberta their home and build more houses, and we're encouraging that, them to do that. There's always going to be a need for more affordable housing because of the, the nature of the market, but uh, we do have a housing um, situation that we are addressing, and we're investing in that. Thank you. So can we go to the lines? Can you put through the first caller? Chris Barco, Calgary Herald. Uh, hi, yeah, this is a question for Mr. Jean. Uh, can you explain uh, how will the messages uh, that you're putting out in this campaign be different from the ones previous that went to uh, people in uh, uh, the major cities of Vancouver and Toronto? Well, this uh, campaign is expanding into a number of different markets. It's going to be a little bit different, but we're playing on the successes of the last campaign where we received 33,000 people in quarter three. We're actually taking some of the lessons learned there and using the marketing and the specific targeted ads uh, to encourage more growth. So we are taking what we learned and expanding it. We're also uh, encouraging the opportunity in different markets that have high unemployment, and that includes uh, some parts of the Maritimes and, of course, southwestern Ontario. So we're targeting places that where people need jobs and they're looking for a different quality of life, and also they have expensive lives, whether they're, they know they can get a job in Toronto, but can they live in Toronto? That's the question. And most people recognize they can't, and they can instead come here to Alberta and enjoy the incredible mountains, uh, affordable housing, and we're just showcasing the different competitive advantages we have here in Alberta over the rest of the country. And do you have a follow-up, Chris? Yeah, it's a two-part question. How much will this part of the campaign uh, cost to run? And... Uh, why did you decide to specifically target these areas? Was it just the high unemployment rates in them, or was there another reason why you thought these were the best markets to go after? Well, we targeted these because of the high unemployment, but also because of the type of skilled uh, trades they have. They have highly skilled individuals in these uh, job markets that are somewhat unemployed or underemployed, and uh, so we looked at that. We're spending about $5 million on this campaign, and we're looking at... Uh, at relaunching it uh, internationally after this, actually, into English-speaking areas. But uh, right now, it's about $5 million for this particular part of the campaign. And operator, please put through the next question. Arthur Green, Western Standard. Go ahead. Good morning, Minister Jean. Varys O'Collin from, uh, from the Western Standard. Uh, just known as Justin Trudeau, uh, Prime Minister Justin Trudeau is having some more meetings about uh, green energy jobs uh, this morning. Uh, he didn't call it just transition, but we all know it's called just transition. Just transition. Uh, what would Alberta's message uh, be to the Prime Minister from oil and gas workers about just transition? Well, I think uh, you know the tr just transition situation is one that's evolving over time, and and of course the. Prime Minister can call it anything he wants, but it's still tra transitioning Albertans out of their jobs. Uh, we're not going to accept that. We're going to go forward and encourage Albertans to be part of the solution, not identified as the problem. That's why we're going towards working with our, our partners in industry to make 
our oil and gas sector the best in the world, which it is already, but even better, and try to transition out the GHGs and other issues that we do have. We do oil and gas better than anywhere in the world, and we take care of our environment here, as you can see, in, in, uh, in the Rocky Mountains better than anybody else as well. So we have nothing to apologize for, and, and very possibly Justin Trudeau might want to consider relocating once he's unemployed out to Alberta because it's a great quality of life, and I'd, I'm sure he would uh, change his mind once he got out here and lived. And follow uh, up. Just a quick follow-up. Yeah, you said this uh, this part of the campaign uh, would cost around $5 million. How much did the first campaign cost, and what was the return uh, on that spend, roughly? Well, the return was amazing. We've, we've actually seen net migration numbers that are at record levels here in Alberta. We've seen more people move to Alberta than we've ever seen before. Uh, so the return on investment was fantastic. Uh, industry... Businesses, corporations have seen the numbers increase. In fact, we've seen uh, net migration to Calgary and to Edmonton and to other centers just explode in some areas, and we're very excited about that. We need more people in healthcare. We need more people in industry and construction. We want to build more affordable housing. We want to build better infrastructure. The best world-class infrastructure in the world should be right here in Alberta, and that's what I want to see. So the return on investment has been, in my mind, fantastic because we can't have people pay taxes and create employment and, and work at jobs unless they're here. And the amount of people that have come in the third quarter and the fourth quarter has been tremendous. And I believe that this first quarter of 2023 will also see record numbers. We've seen venture capital uh, outpace last year, the year before, and the year before that. So we've set record numbers on that as well. So we have seen not just people come, but also investments here in the province uh, in record numbers, and we're hoping to continue to see that. So the return on investment has been good. The exact numbers uh, as far as what's been invested so far, I think in this particular program it's $5 million. I think we're spending another couple of million here with this particular sector, but we're going to move forward and continuously um, advertise for people when we need them, and right now we need them desperately. And we're excited about people relocating to Alberta, making this their home, and enjoying the amazingly quali high quality of life that we do have. Operator, please put through the next call. Emma Graney, Global Middle. Yeah, g'day, Minister. Um, a couple of questions for you. So off the bat, though, um, kind of leading from Martha's question there, when it comes to green energy, um, the, um, you know, different forms of energy, um, the Calgary Chamber of Commerce this morning has called on the next provincial government to diversify Alberta's energy mix, really advancing hydrogen, for example, or carbon capture, and putting more effort into supporting those industries. Your own government has failed to come across with any uh, green hydrogen Oh, sorry, any hydrogen um, regulations at all. So what are you going to do if you do form Alberta's next government to make sure that some of those diversified energy sources are in the mix? Well, first of all, the uh, Justin Trudeau Liberal government is famous at firing, shoot, uh, firing first and, and aiming later, and that's not what we're going to do. With hydrogen, we've... We're right now looking at all the different ways to encourage hydrogen investment here in Alberta. I just recently came back from Korea where I saw some of the, the best in the world hydrogen companies looking at opportunities to come to Alberta. And we have an amazing feedstock here called Oil Sands, and we have amazing people that are highly educated, highly trained. It was recognized by the Koreans. They... They see Alberta as an opportunity for them, and I'm hoping they come here, share their technology, which they've said they will, so that we can make Alberta the, the greenest, 
the hydrogen superpower that it can be, and we're hoping to be able to do that. But let's, let's be clear, we can't develop regulations until we know what we need to develop as far as those regulations go, because the world is not as far along as, well, Canada is not as far along as some places in the world. Korea is far advanced. I was surprised to see hydrogen filling stations there. I was surprised to see them talking about green steel produced through hydrogen and other opportunities that are there. So is the Alberta government looking at hydrogen opportunities, looking at opportunities to green our industries? Absolutely we are. And we're investing heavily in time and uh, money to do exactly that. But we're going to get it right with regulation. We're going to make sure we do it right so that we are first and best in the world. Well, I mean, on that point, though, I mean, you know, a lot of governments are critical of the federal government for taking its sweet time to develop regulations and dragging its feet, and yet the Alberta government has done the exact same thing on, for example, hydrogen. You just said yourself, in Korea, for example, they have stations for, you know, gassing up, as it were. Australia is extremely far ahead when it comes to hydrogen. So why is Alberta so far behind on concrete regulations, on something that it has purported for years to want to be a leader in. Well, you know, Emma, it's surprising. Your home country of Australia is our major competitor on hydrogen. Uh, just to let you know, and we've identified that with the Koreans, we're going to make sure that we have world-class regulations here and world-class standards. But we have to do that in concert with the federal government. So the federal government is part of the problem here. We need to know what they're going to do because they have, in my mind, infringed on our jurisdiction somewhat, or they continuously do so. Um, we're hoping to be able to draw that line so that we have a partnership with the federal government. So we come forward with great regulations world-class regulations that encourage growth in our sector. And that's why right now we're asking for expressions of interest from right across the world. In fact, the Korean companies, we've asked them to come over and to talk to us about how they would lay out a hydrogen uh, corridor so that we can have our trucks and our cars. They have uh, thousands of vehicles in Korea right now that fill up at gas stations that are very, very normal. And we want to encourage other companies and uh, other countries to get involved right here in Alberta so we have that hydrogen corridor. That's why we've asked for a hydrogen expression of interest. That's why Edmonton has a, the World Conference of Hydrogen in, in April. I would encourage people to come out there and maybe even the federal government could send some people so they could see what we're doing on hydrogen because we are going to be the world leader on hydrogen here in Alberta. We have all the competitive advantages to do so. We just need to make sure we get it right. And we Will. And Thanks for your question, Amy. Emma. Operator, please put through the next call. Catherine Zagowski, Alberta Today. Good morning, Minister. So you mentioned the next, next phase of Alberta's calling will be taking this internationally. Um, I know Health has mentioned, for example, uh, they want to be recruiting uh, nurses that we have reciprocal uh, recognition with, and I'm hoping you can provide some more details on the, the type of industries or type of countries that you'd be hoping to expand this campaign with? <clears throat> well, obviously, we would want to target those countries where we need people that can actually come in with the fewest amount of barriers. That means language barriers. That also means the uh, opportunities to have industries that are very similar to ours, similar educations. Uh, but we have not identified those countries yet, and I'm not going to um, you know, get down that path, but I will tell you that wherever, wherever we have the opportunity to pr provide the great quality of life that we have here and the information to people, people will come because they see Alberta, they recognize Alberta. Koreans even mentioned to us uh, in our many, many meetings that Alberta was the number one destination for Koreans, and uh, people want to live in Alberta. We just need to make sure that they know what's here, and so when they come here, they're ready, and there's the fewest amount of barriers so they can get to work right away, bring their family over, buy a ho house, and live the Alberta life. And that's why Alberta is calling. 
Okay, and and you had mentioned um, there's this this labor shortage right now, but we've also seen wage stagnation, and I'm wondering, uh, like economists are a little bit puzzled by this, and I'm wondering what is up with this from your perspective? What do you think is going on? Well, I think what's going on is that we're number one in the country for for wages. We have the highest weekly. Uh, earnings in the country right now, and we're excited about that. And we've been number one for a long period of time. Now, number one's not always an easy thing to stay at, but we have stayed number one, and we intend to do so, even with the amazing amount of people and the record number of people moving into Alberta without jobs. We still are number one as far as highest wages. We believe that with that huge net migration numbers, uh, obviously the the uh, wage numbers, the unemployment numbers will go up and down, as will uh, stagnation of the of the uh, average wage here in Alberta. And I know that there are some people, some provinces that are slowly creeping up on Alberta, but we're still number one, and we intend to stay there. And that's why this government is here right now calling for for people to come to Alberta and to take on the great jobs, because we want Albertans to have the highest wages in the country, and we want them to have the best quality of life in the world. And operator, please put through the last question. Radio Canada. Sorry, you're, uh, I can't hear you. Radio Canada, your line is open. Yeah, it's okay. The, the question I wanted to ask has been uh, answered. Well, that's great. Uh, then I can just tell you that Alberta is calling. We are ready to have people come to our industries, come to our communities, come to our large cities and small communities in order to make Alberta their home. So I'm very excited to be here today, and I think if people give it a chance, Alberta will be their home. Thank you very much for your time.